Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers. I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Matty D. Hey Kieran, Detective Pikachu is actually colleagues with The Rock. Oh, is he now? That's right. And if you didn't want to know that, then genocide shmenocide. Because that is a spoiler. (laughs) That is a spoiler. Off to a fine start already. That's right. Welcome to the show. If this is your first time listening, what we typically do is we break down all the promotional material for an upcoming Hollywood blockbuster, and then we attempt to predict as much of the plot as humanly possible. Then we go check out the movie and see how close we were to the actual story. And that's exactly what we're doing this week. Because we're this coming week, back to an episode that we did previously. Yeah, we're uh, looking back at a movie that we predicted in the past, which happens to be Hobbs and Shaw, or The Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. If you want to put another one of our predictions to the test, Antebellum is currently streaming on VOD. So if you want to spend $30 on a shit movie, go right ahead. Whoa. Well, we haven't seen it, so we can't yeah, really Well, I've read that. the reviews. Have you? I've read the reviews and they're not looking positive. Since when do critics know anything about movies? Yeah. Well, some people are just giving it good reviews without having seen it because they're just like, I like Jordan Peele's other two movies. But not it's not realizing- Jordan Peele. <laughs> yeah, not even realizing that Jordan Peele has no involvement with the movie whatsoever. But we were tricked. We I can't weren't. say that we weren't tricked because we were. Anyway, back to Hobbs and Shaw. So this is something we predicted over a year ago, and the movie came out over a year ago, I believe. I don't know about you, but I had to rewatch it because I, I think I've spoken about it in the past that I've seen the movie. Yeah, I watched it for the first time this weekend. Yeah, I saw it in cinemas when it came out a year ago. Did you? How was that? And watched it again a second. I had a great experience in the cinema with this movie. I don't know how you were at home, but uh, a- an amazing experience. Oh, really? Yes. There you go. Because you were putting off watching it for ages. I really didn't want to watch it. You told me when you watched it in cinemas that it was pretty much beat for beat a lot of what we predicted. Yeah. So I was like, okay. And we'll get into that. I'm not looking forward to anything new. It's going to be... I've heard it was long as well. So I was like, oh, Oh man. Um, I was pleasantly surprised. There you go. I knew you you would be. I kept telling you you. every week leading up to it. I'm like, oh, you still haven't seen it? You still haven't seen it? You'll probably enjoy it. In fact, at the end of last week's show, I did say, I'm sure you'll be pleasantly surprised by the movie. I had a blast. There you go. I knew you would. I knew you would because it's right up your alley. And it's the sort of movie that, you know, it's just dumb fun, really. Yeah. It's just like a dumb throwback action movie. I feel like that's what worked for it. Yeah. We should get more into what we thought about the movie after we talk about our predictions. But yeah, right now we should go straight into what we actually thought would happen and see. Yes. For anybody listening to this episode, we are going to reference our previous episode. Yeah. So if you haven't heard our original predictions, I encourage you. In fact, I insist that you go back and listen to that before you continue listening to this episode. Also, we're going to spoil what actually happens in Hobbs and Shaw by revealing, you know, the plot points as we go through. So if you haven't seen Hobson Shaw and you just heard our glowing recommendations just then, <laughs> and if you want to see Hobson Shaw, please go and see that first before continuing any further. We'll be waiting, don't worry. Because we don't want to spoil anything for you. No, we don't want to actually spoil anything. No, actually, we do want to do it because that's the title <laughs> of the show. So you done? Have you watched Hobbs and Shaw? Yeah, welcome back. Welcome back. If you've just rejoined We've been waiting. Us, you've had to take three hours out of your day to watch Hobbs and Shaw and then listen to us talk about it. Glad you're back though. And now you can spend another hour as we dissect it. Let's do it. Now, just a few little corrections and omissions from our original episode. Uh, I forgot to mention Vanessa Kirby's name in our original episode. I just called her Hattie Shaw the entire time. Oh, okay. So I thought it would be unjust if I didn't point out that Vanessa Kirby played Hattie didn't Shaw. Didn't we mention her in the We actors? did not mention her oh, by name wow. at all. And that oh. was completely my fault. Oh, wow. I, I completely missed that. Well. Oh, well. It's just the, how, little, it's how little respect <laughs> you have for poor Vanessa Kirby. <laughs> 
I've never seen her in anything else, so, you know, I guess she just well, doesn't register well, as Well, we're like mentioning a, her now because she was a big part of this movie. Yes, she was. And now another thing we thought as well, this was a vicious rumour that turned out to be false. We thought that Keanu Reeves was going to appear in the movie. Yeah, I mean, this was something that was on online. A lot of people were saying yeah. it. Turns out not to be the case. Yeah. But we didn't really say in our plots that he would be there. Well, I did. Oh, you did a little bit. I did, but yeah, you didn't, so. There's another famous actor that appears that we did not know was going to be there. Yeah, well, there's a couple, actually. There is, isn't there? Should we talk about them now, since neither of them appear in our plots? So, of course, Ryan Reynolds appears in the movie as the character Locke, who I believe is like a CIA operative who... Did he work in the past with? Yeah, he must have worked at some point with Hobbs. I have no idea. Because they say... But I was enjoying that whole scene. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The diner scene yep. where he's just, he has the same tattoo he has the as same the rock tattoo. and watches him sleep and all that sort of stuff. But did you also pick up that Ryan Reynolds was the voice of the big bad guy yes, from I, Eaton? I did. I did. Um, I thought it was quite obvious that, that it was his voice. Because that's what I thought the reveal was going to be. And they just didn't. Yeah, they just didn't reveal they it. Didn't They're saving it for that. a sequel. But it's obviously Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I was like, there's several points where it's just flat out Ryan Reynolds' voice coming out of it. Yeah. And I'm like, are we not supposed what to know? Is. Are we not supposed to know that that's Ryan Reynolds? So Ryan Reynolds is the big bad guy of this universe, and yeah. they're they're holding those cards close to their chest. Okay, cool. And another little actor cameo, of course, that popped up in the movie. <laughs> Did you like my choice of words yeah. there? Was Kevin Hart? I loved him in this movie. Who appeared as Dinkley, the he was, TSA officer. He was such wait, not TSA. He was like an airline cop. A nice surprise. For yeah, me. I completely forgot that he was in the movie until I rewatched it yesterday. Yeah, and you're like, hey, because I sort of forgot his whole involvement. But yeah, it makes sense because he and The Rock always seem to move in similar circles. They did. Well, they're buddies. Yeah, they did Jumanji together, and I guess is that what started their friendship? They or did. did uh, they did a bunch of movies in, together, didn't they? Where they're a crime duo. They're like intelligence. Oh, the Central Intelligence. Yeah, that's the one. That's right. Was that the one where The Rock used to be fat? Yes, that is. Okay, yeah, of course. But that was after Jumanji, wasn't it? I, I think so. Yeah, maybe. Oh well, who knows? They probably knew each other before then anyway. But yeah, he appeared in the movie. I can't think of any other sort of like little cameos in the movie, though I'm sure there were some. Nothing as major as those two. Mm. Now, before we dive into your plot, I just want to explain how our point system works. Now, because we've made it into a whole competition element, what we like to do is we tally up everything we got right, and then we see and we compare and contrast who got the most points in the end. So the way that the points work is if you got something dead on, if you predicted something that was dead on and you had no idea that it was going to be in the movie, that gives you two points. Now, if you saw something in the trailer and you got the context of it correct within the movie itself, that's a single point. And if you got something sort of correct, but not really, for example, if you say that they go to Russia, they go to, but instead they go to, yeah, 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 we'll get into that. (laughs) And they go to Ukraine instead. That gives you half a point. Yes. And that way we can definitively say who was right and who was wrong. That's right. Who was better than the other person. Now, sometimes we're a little bit more generous than the other person is, and that sometimes tips the scale a little bit. But I think we're both- me. Me. I'm usually too generous. I think I was fairly fair this time around. Well, I think we both did really well. Yes. We both did really well. Definitely. I I think this is one of our better predictions. We've had some awful predictions in the past, and this certainly isn't one of them. nailed this movie. Yes, we did. Now, let's get straight into what you said. What a cluster this was, by the way. Really? Yeah, what listening back to it, I was, I was all over the place. Oh, yes, you were. I was very confused at a lot of points. We'll get into it. now. I've done so much preparation for you this. You really don't want me to start your... <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. No, go on. Start it. Tell us your life story. No, okay, well, see, I was born... Uh... <laughs> right. No, I, I, I did a lot of prep for this, and then eventually it just like, all fell apart <laughs> while I was talking about it. I, did, I don't know. I was like... You were going at like a million miles yes. an hour. Yes. I could tell I where you were coming from. and furious. Yeah, I could tell you where you were coming from, yeah. but then it, you weren't like... Well, I had such a clear... 
clear idea what this movie was going to be, which turns out to articulating be it. a lot like what the movie was. Yes. But there was just so much things going through my mind, I was like firing on all cylinders. Yes. So you thought the movie would open with a cold open, with a fun little heist. Now, of course, that's correct. And you said, we're not sure what's going on, but Brixton enters a government facility. Now, I gave you a point for the cold open with the fun little heist. Because we saw it in the trailer. That's exactly what happens. And yes, we did see it in the trailer. But Brixton isn't entering a government facility. So it's actually MI6. They're retrieving the virus from Eaton, who already has it at this point. But then, of course, Brixton shows up and he's just like, what do you guys do? trying to take my virus. Then, of course, Hattie takes the virus and uh, injects herself with it, which we didn't see coming. We did not know. We read that afterwards and we're like, oh, that's clever. Because we were trying yeah. to figure out how the virus goes from point A to point B. You never see the virus in the trailer. Do, you t- do they take it? Is it just with Hattie? What's yeah. going on? So it's in capsule form in her blood. So I kind of like that. to explain to everybody. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting point. So yeah. yeah, she injects herself with the virus and then, of course, Brixton tries to get her, but isn't successful. Mm. I'm uh, so glad you explained that because in, in my watching of this movie, I had a very loud audience. Oh, really? Yes, so I missed a few things there. You watched it at home though, didn't yes, you? Yes, I did. You watched it with some very excitable people, did yes, you? Yes, I did. Oh, I see. Joy all around. Next, you said that Hattie is running around looking scared while Brixton tears through everybody and everything in the facility. I gave you half a point plus another half point because later on, Hattie does run away and she's looking scared at that point. But she is there originally to fight Brixton as he's tearing through. It's just like a parking lot. It isn't a facility, Mm. but it is a parking lot and he does tear through everybody. So I gave you two half points, which equals a point basically. Thanks. You said that the MI6 agents try to run away with a briefcase containing a deadly virus. Of course, I gave you a point there because they're originally there to claim a briefcase containing the virus. Uh, but Brixton stops them from getting away with it. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he stops them from taking the virus away in suitcase form, but he yes. doesn't stop Hattie from injecting from herself injecting and taking it. it that way. And then she becomes the MacGuffin for the rest of the movie. That's right. Or at least the first half of it. Yes. So you said that Hattie tries to take the virus away in a truck, but Brixton breaks in and takes it, and the bad guy wins. Bad so guy wins. He does not win because he does not take it. He I gave wins you, in that scenario. I gave oh, no, you half a point actually. because he doesn't take it and he doesn't win, but Hattie does try to drive away with the truck... And he does break into it, so that was something you saw in the trailer, but you didn't quite get the context right, so that's only half a point. Fair. Uh, You said that in the next shot we would see a day in the life of both Hobbs and Shaw. I gave you a point for that because that was in the trailer. Yeah, that was pretty much just the director leaving the camera on. Yeah, filming the actors before they like before their show. It's pretty accurate to our lives as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) With you being, of course, Dwayne Johnson and me being (laughs) what, just like drinking. (laughs) Yeah, getting up, going to a bar, pouring his own drink for some reason. Did you notice that? Yeah, I like that. Why was he serving himself at the bar? When I do bar? that, I get kicked out. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, maybe it was maybe his, it is bar. his bar. Maybe, but we don't know what happened in the other Fast and Furious movies, so maybe he owns yeah. a bar at some stage. Well, he doesn't. I can tell you that. Okay. So um, what? I'm in the LA sun, just like yeah. lifting weights and saying goodbye to my daughter. Yeah. So eating you, pancakes. Yes. You thought that Hobbs wakes up early in his beautiful LA home and goes to the Iron Palace to clang and bang those big dumbbells <laughs> like only the Rock can. And I gave you two points. <laughs> I gave you two points for that because not only did that exactly happen in the movie, exactly how you described it, it wasn't in the trailer. Happened exactly how you describe it. But I give you you another point i give you a bonus point because dinkley kevin hart's character actually says i bet you clang and bang those dumbbells every morning i'm like he actually said what Manny d said <laughs> so i gave you a bonus point for that to be fair that's one of the rocks catchphrases and sayings so yeah okay well there you go well you predicted it would happen in the it. movie and it was absolutely correct i couldn't believe it you said that hobbs would have a very healthy breakfast i actually gave you a point for that <laughs> Because he oh. actually uh, he eats coffee without, you know. He eats coffee. Yeah, he eats a spoonful of coffee. He doesn't make coffee. He eats it and drinks raw eggs. I don't know if that's a healthy breakfast. I know he's doing it to try and, you know, keep his weight down, keep the muscle mass up. But yeah, technically it's healthy. But I guess so. again, this is something we kind of saw in the trailer too. 
And then you said that Hobbs would prepare his daughter for school. I gave you two points for that because it's technically true because when you see her, she shows up with a school project that he helps her out with technically. The family tree. The family tree, which just has two leaves on it, him and his daughter. <laughs> yes, so technically you were true. He was preparing her for school. So in a way, in a manner of speaking. So that's worth two that's points very generous. in my book. You said that Shaw lives in the dreary suburb of Britain. <laughs> Oh, man. You did yeah, correct it. You know, it. The, the suburb of Britain. Yeah, you did correct it to the island nation of Britain. I don't know why you just didn't say London. That would have been a lot smarter. I didn't know where he was from, like where really? in England he was based. I'm guessing it would have been London. London would have been a great prediction, but you just said Britain. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fair enough. Well, anyway, I gave you a point for that because it is raining. It's pouring rain in England on that day. And this was in the trailer, though. You said that Shaw is at a bar drinking and getting into mischief. I gave you a point for that because he is technically at a bar, but he's not getting into mischief. <laughs> Unless, <laughs> He's unless pouring you his own count drink. him pouring his own drinks as mischief. But I don't, so that's only a point. Yeah, where's the bartender? I don't know. This is a mystery that we're never going to solve. Maybe it's Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is the bartender. Who knows? You said that Hobbs gets called into a drug bus by the DSS at an underground club. The DSS isn't at the underground club. He's getting called into a drug bus at an underground club where he beats everybody up. I actually only gave you half a point for that because it's not an underground club. It's a tattoo parlor that also does karaoke. <laughs> yeah, what, what's with the karaoke aspect to it? Well, that's their Friday night thing. <laughs> They just do. If, what you, a if great you read the night. sign, if you what read the sign, it but says, no one was doing karaoke though. No, everyone was doing karaoke. I just saw people dancing. They were dancing along to the karaoke. Ah, but on the sign outside the tattoo parlor, it says Friday night is karaoke night. <laughs> so you get your tattoo and then you go sing karaoke. Yeah, that's absolutely right. You go bust out Wonderwall. Yes. that sounds like a yeah, good exactly. night to be honest. Yeah, that's why everyone's there, and it's also not a drug bust. He's actually going there because he heard that the virus had been stolen. Mm. You said that Shaw, meanwhile, is trying to keep to himself in a bar, and then someone mouths off to him. That doesn't happen at no. all in the movie. Uh, you said that Shaw beats up everybody in the pub. I gave you half a point for that because he does beat up a bunch of guys at a sexy party slash fashion event. <laughs> yeah. I'm standing by that it's a fashion event by the time that we get to uh, well, I guess we can discuss your dissection of uh, your my plot. plot. I couldn't quite work out what was going on at, at that event because if you notice upstairs, there were like women getting dressed in specific outfits, but downstairs they were sort of like gyrating and there was a very gratuitous <laughs> shot of a woman's ass <laughs> and everyone was drinking. So I wasn't quite sure what sort of event. I just called it a sexy party fashion event. It's Shaw's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> so because he beats up a bunch of guys there and there were drinks there, I count that sort of as being at a bar and he does very beat them loose. up so half a Very point. loose. You thought that the DSS would contact Hobbs and tell him that MI6 needs his help. I actually gave you half a point for that because the DSS isn't involved at all. It's actually the CIA and Ryan Reynolds that contacts him. Locke and... Stockings, two smoking bags. MI6 isn't actually involved at all either. It's just the CIA through and through. And for some reason, the CIA has headquarters in England. Uh, I guess. Uh, Maybe they're based there. What? The you Central know. Intelligence Agency, specifically for the US, has yeah. is based in the yeah. UK? Well, they have like, they ha they're visiting. They have like a little setup. Okay, fair Maybe. enough. You said that Hobbs doesn't really want to go, but he has a sense of duty that overrides that and he goes to help. Anyway, I gave you two points because that's exactly what happens. You said that Shaw meets up with his mother who is in prison, who tells him to find his sister at all costs. I actually gave you a point and a half for that because he does meet up with his mother in prison. I think we see this in the trailer. Yes, we do. We do see in the trailer. Uh, and she does tell him that she would really like it if he reconnects with his sister. Which we see the lovely scene at the end. Where yes. she's like crying. Yes. Because they're together visiting her in prison. Yeah. Next, you thought that Shaw is contacted by Hattie, who tricks him into being trapped by MI6 agents and then brought into MI6. Well, I thought MI6 were using Hattie to lure Shaw to Yeah. Them. Well, that doesn't happen. No, that it doesn't, doesn't happen that anyway, doesn't happen so it doesn't even matter. He sort of turns up willingly. Yeah, he does. But then unwillingly, because he doesn't want to do it. Yes. 
Now, at this point in your plot, I say that when they bring him into MI6, they say to him, we can do this the easy way or we can do this the hard way. But I thought it was hilarious because in the actual movie, when Hobbs tracks down Hattie, he says to her, we can do this he the does. easy way or we can do this the hard way. He does. And she goes, oh, I guess I'm going the hard way then. And I couldn't believe it. So I don't, I don't expect like, All right. I don't expect any points Let's for that. I just thought it way. was hilarious that they actually used that cliche line in the real movie that I joked would be in the movie. You said that Hobbs and Shaw meet up at the MI6 headquarters. I gave you a point for that because they do meet up at the CIA headquarters in <laughs> London. But we can sort of get over the fact that it isn't MI6 being involved at all. At it would point. make sense if it was MI6. Yeah, it anyway, would make more anyway. sense. But uh, anyway. uh, They're like the CIA. Yeah. You said that when they meet, they have a big fight scene and wreck everything. Uh, I didn't give you any points Not for quite. that because they don't fight. They yell at each other a lot. They have a lot of graphic descriptions about how much they hate each other. <laughs> Uh, and the closest thing they get to fighting is the rock throws a chair, but there is no fight, so I couldn't award you any points. Uh, you said that Hobbs and Shaw would be given the rundown on Brixton. I gave you a point for that because that's in the trailer. They explained to them that Brixton wants to use the virus to hold the world ransom, uh, but that isn't actually true at all because we'll get into it when you talk about my plot. What he actually wants to do is wipe out most of the world's population. I cannot believe he that is, that is what an he eco terrorist because he's like, we're using too many resources. The world won't be able to sustain this population for too long, so we've got to start wiping people out. A human forest Copy fire. and paste from every movie in yeah, the last 10 exactly. years. You said that Brixton believes that he's the next step in human evolution and that the world should be like him, hey. complete with cyber enhancements. I hey. gave you two points because that's exactly right. He does think that. that is and he, e- does, he keeps telling everyone, you should get cyber enhancements. <laughs> <laughs> you should get cyber enhancements. Yeah, he's like trying to convert everybody. He's like, yeah. world would be such a bad place if everyone had cyber implants. And I don't know if you noticed this or not, but his cyber implants actually also make him immune from the virus. So he's in his head, only people with these implants, these cybernetic implants like him, uh, are going to be the survivors in this new world and everyone else is going to be killed by the virus. So you were pretty much exactly right. I don't know whether you meant that. Yes, you, I did. You're, I meant that 100%. You're a lot closer than you probably thought you were. You said that MI6 needs Hobbs and Shaw to track down Brixton and the virus. I actually gave you half a point because they're not actually hunting down Brixton, but they are hunting down Hattie, who has the virus inside her. Yes. You said that Shaw uses some underground contacts of his to track down Brixton's location. Made I actually gave M. I gave you two points for that because even though you weren't specific at all about these underworld contacts, later in the movie, they do use Madame M to find Brixton's secret hideout in the Ukraine, in Chernobyl. By the way, was it clear to you that his hideout was in Chernobyl? No. Because when I was watching Not the movie this time around, I was just like, is that supposed to be Chernobyl? And then I looked it up and it was. Oh, okay. Because they never said it. No, right? they never said it. Oh, well, I think they said it was the Ukraine right. on the screen. But there is a point as well where they go to like the actual Chernobyl town. They arrive there in the truck and they sort of have a phone call. Yeah. And I was like, there wouldn't be cell service there. <laughs> There's no, like, cell towers in Chernobyl. They have super spy phones, though. Oh, yeah, good point. That could be a satellite phone. Next, you said that they work out a way to infiltrate Brixton's hideout, but they don't do it subtly, and they wreck the place in the process. I gave you a point for that because that was very much in the trailer. Also, this wasn't in Brixton's... Or was it in Brixton's No, you said they go to his hideout. You weren't specific on where that was. In fact, you thought it was still in London. You thought his hideout was in London. You said that Hattie is also there attempting to stealthily reclaim the virus. I gave you half a point because she is there, but she was sent there willingly. She was captured willingly by Brixton in order to get the machine that extracts the virus. So that they're trying to get the virus out of her. I was being a bit generous there, I think. You said at this stage that Hobbs and Shaw would big dick each other. I actually gave you two points That's for the that. the whole movie. Because the whole movie is just them literally big dicking each other. Well, not literally. This reminds me of the movie Verbally. with uh, Kurt Russell and Sylvester Stallone. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's pretty much based on that movie. What was that movie called? It was 
was similar same, title. Same thing. It was similar their, titles. Their, names. their surnames. Yeah, but they they just spend the whole movie just like big dicking yeah. each other quite literally. Well, in our original episode, we said that it was a throwback to those kind of movies. Tango and Cash. Oh, that was it. Tango and Cash. Of course. Oh well, if you like this movie, you might like that movie. There's a little weekend movie recommendation <laughs> for you. You can do a movie marathon. Oh man, that's your whole day gone. Fast and Furious and Tango and Cash. Yes. You said that Hattie manages to get the virus, but Hobbs and Shaw managed to alert everybody in the hideout. They're too busy big dicking each other to notice that they're making too much noise. That pretty much happens in the movie. I actually gave you a point and a half of that because Hattie at this stage gets the virus removal device, but Hobbs and Shaw are actually captured because they're all just too cocky, literally, pun intended. <laughs> so yeah, point and a half of that. And loud. Yes. And uh, just barging through things. Exactly. You thought that the three would manage to escape with the virus. I gave you two points because they do. It wasn't obvious in the trailer that they were going to escape, but of course we knew that they were going <laughs> to escape. It's a movie. Uh, you said that Hattie has gone rogue from the MI6 since some of their agents are corrupt. I actually gave you half a point for that because she has gone rogue. She did go rogue. But that wasn't her choice, though. She was basically framed by Brixton, who has the power to control all the of the media. media. What 95, the 95, or was it 97% of the media that he what? controls? What was going on there? Like, yeah. he, he had, like, power to, like, influence the highest intelligence organizations. Like, oh, well, it's on the news. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. obviously, obviously, Hattie's a it must bad be person. true if it's on the news, and we don't know about it. So, apparently, MI6 gets all their information <laughs> by watching the From news. Fox. <laughs> yes. Uh, so she was framed for stealing the virus. So that's why she's gone rogue. You said that Hobbs wants to take the virus back to MI6, but Hattie disagrees and the two fight. Now, you may think that that's completely wrong, but I actually gave you a point and a half of that because initially Hobbs is tasked with tracking down Hattie, who has the virus inside her, and he wants to take her back to the CIA. Mm. She disagrees and the two have a fight. So even though it wasn't right in the context that you thought it was, you were fairly close. So I think that's worth a point and a half. Nice. And they have an argument about her dying as well. Yeah, that's right. I think the scientist who developed the virus says that the only way to get it out without an extraction machine would be to to burn her up what to ash. What a weird character that guy was. Yeah, didn't have too much impact in the plot too no, much. No, except so. I loved when he pulled out the flamethrower. Yes. The, the flamethrower. And set Brixton on fire. That was great. But we didn't even mention him in our plots at all. So I'm glad that he didn't actually have too much impact in the real movie. You thought that MI6 would turn up at this point to claim back the virus, but Shaw and Hattie don't want to hand it over, so the trio fights them off and escape. That, of course, doesn't happen at all. Nothing similar to that <laughs> happens at all. And you said that Hobbs, Shaw, and Hattie become wanted men and one woman. Yes. That's two points because they do become they wanted do, men. Because they control the media. Yeah, they're framed by Brixton again. You said that Brixton would appear on the screens at Piccadilly Circus to warn them that he's after them. Now, was this in the trailer? That was in the trailer, but it doesn't happen it does at happen all in the, movie. in the movie. I don't think I mentioned it in my plot, but you were you really wanted to insert it in your plot, yeah. not realising that it wasn't going to actually appear in the that movie. That was annoying because that was definitely in the trailer. They didn't want to spoil anything, I don't think, so they changed it. They cheekily changed the movie in the trailer to throw us off. You said that there'd be... You were very vague here. You're like, oh, I think there might be a car chase here involving... Yeah. The MI6 and Brixton's men. And now we really obviously see a car chase here in the trailer. So <laughs> I, I gave you a point. There might have been, you know, there was. Yeah. But you were so vague that you just, you didn't know the context of the, the car chase. So you just wanted to throw it in there with it, with very little information, <laughs> just in the hopes that you get points and you got a point. So nice. Well, it, it worked. Worth it. it worked. You said that Shaw uses the same underground contact to escape from the UK via aeroplane. Surely not. You were very specific in him using his contact to go via a plane. Yes. But I gave you a point and a half for that because he uses himself to escape the UK via a plane by giving themselves fake identities through his, I don't know, he's a power to yeah, yeah. <laughs> create really convincing identities except for Mike Coxmore. <laughs> It was the rock's identity. 
had his disguise was really good. And yeah, it was. was. Just like, oh my god, they're all their disguises are going to be really good, and then you just say, oh, it's just Jason Statham with yeah. a hat, yeah. <laughs> and it's just it's just Dwayne Johnson with, with a mustache, with a fake mustache. <laughs> Great. Next, you said that they travel to the one place that they feel safe, and this is a point of contention for me. And you said that would be Samoa. You umdenard about where it would be exactly because you're like, where's the Rock from initially? And I was like, he was born in the US. Yeah, and he did, but no, no, no. Where was he from before but that? But his oh, family's in- from Samoa. Yeah, I had that's to look right. into that afterwards. That's right, they are. And this is Hobbs' idea to go to Samoa. Uh, I gave you two points because it was Samoa. Yeah. They didn't actually indicate in the trailer where it was. Yeah. But it was Samoa and it was Hobbs' idea to go there. knowledge coming to help me out. Yeah. So you got two points for being cleverer than me. (laughs) You said that they meet Hobbs' family and this is played for laughs. I gave you a point because most of this was in the trailer. And you said that Shaw would be oddly respectful of Hobbs' family. I gave you two points because he is. Yeah. They're basically friends at this point. In fact, Hobbs actually refers to Shaw as his friend at this point in the movie. He said that we'd be introduced to Roman Reigns' character who will get a lot of screen time. I gave you half a point because I don't even think he has a line of dialogue he in the movie. He had no lines of dialogue. I was watching for it. Yeah. He didn't say a single thing. He had a lot of screen time. He was just kind of there. Well, he didn't have a lot of screen time. I think Uncle Bully, um, who was uh, Dwayne's yeah. brother, Hobbs's brother. He had more. I don't know the actors now. I just know him as Uncle Bully. Uncle Bully. But yeah, Roman Reigns, he really wasn't on screen that much. Like no, he was he there in the background. Didn't do a lot. But you thought he'd be but you thought he'd be way more prominent than he actually well, was. Well, I thought they were trying to like insert him into Hollywood. Which yeah. they still might do. Well, who knows if Because that's what Vince McMahon likes to do. He likes yeah. to push his wrestlers out in the Did Hollywood. he do his Superman punch? That's what I want to know. No, he didn't, but he did his like taunt before he does his Superman punch where he uh, goes like You got excited? <gasps> where he yells, you know. Right. That's but his yeah, thing. I didn't see a Superman punch. No. I didn't give you a point because I don't remember seeing anything that resembled He a did Superman his spear punch. though. That's one of his trademark moves. Oh really? Mm. They have spears in the wrestling arenas well, now? Well you know like a, it's like a football tackle. Oh I see like a spear tackle. Yes. I thought you meant like when he actually had a spear. Yeah they fight with spears that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well I'd watch the WWF if that was the case or is it the WWE? I don't know. I'm WWE a, now. I'm not the wrestling guy. Get with the guy. times now. You said that Hobbs and Shaw want to draw Brixton's men to Samoa and fight them on their own terms with traditional Samoan weapons. Mm-hmm. I gave you, you a point that for that. trailer? Because it's in the trailer as you say and you said that the Samoans fight the bad guys in traditional clothing as well as some rogue MI6 agents because you couldn't get MI6 out of your head. <laughs> yeah, they just I, had I to I gave be you there. a point they had to redeem themselves. Yes, I gave you a point because, uh, well, no, you said that the rogue MI6 agents were coming there to fight Hobbs and Shaw and the Samoans. Oh, they weren't right, redeeming right. themselves. Oh, okay, they were bad guys. Yeah. Because right. I had it in my head that Brixton had corrupted the MI6 yeah, agency. that's right. So I gave you a point because that was in the trailer, but even though the whole MI6 angle isn't there, everything else that you said was correct. Mm. You said that the Samoans handily beat Brixton's men and kill a bunch of them. I gave you two points because that did happen. We didn't know that was going to no happen. no Samoans died. No, none died. Well, presumably. Presumably. Imagine if he's just like... <laughs> just massacred This, this guy's just like, I lost my family. My shop has been destroyed. <laughs> that poor mother. She'd be over. She'd be completely beside herself. You said that this fight would lead to a two-on-one fight against Brixton. That does happen. I give you a point, though, because that is in the trailer as well. And you said that it seems like Hattie will be killed... But she won't be. I actually gave you two points for that yeah, because like she, she is was. at gunpoint for ages and it looks like she's going to die. There's some random guy that didn't. Some random guy has like a concussion that and he's about to pass out. <laughs> that the, this guy that they just bring into the movie just like last, yeah. last minute it's like, this guy, you're going to kill Hattie. Did you like how Brixton like kept waking him up? He's like, if you fall asleep, you'll die. You've got a bad concussion. Yeah. Stay awake and shoot this girl. <laughs> 
Yes, I gave you two points for that because you're absolutely right. You said that Hobbs and Shaw will fight Brixton and he is super overpowered. I gave you a point because that's fairly obvious. And that was also in the trailer. And you said that they'll fight him in the rain on a cliffside. I gave you a point because, again, it was in the trailer. But that's what happens. It does happen, though. And you said that Hattie would inject Brixton with the virus <laughs> and he explodes like a bomb. I wish. I wish. Well, technically, she injects herself with the virus, so no points there. And Brixton doesn't explode. He, he just, just gets, gets shut off. down by uh, Locke, by Ryan Reynolds' character. How anticlimactic. Yes, exactly. It was pretty lame. He just, like, turns off. Yeah. You said that the virus is destroyed because it's blown up within Brixton. I gave you half a point because the virus isn't technically destroyed by the end of the movie. It's just contained, and then MI6 actually has it. Who knows what they're going to use it for? Maybe they'll destroy it. To bring Brixton back to Maybe it was coronavirus. There's a few little things like that that I was like, oh, jeez. Yeah. No, it's a lot worse than coronavirus because it basically kills. It's got like 100%. It melts your insides, yeah, right? It's That's got 100% fatality rate or whatever it was. Uh, you said that Hobbs and Shaw would reconcile, but this is broken when Shaw steals Hobbs's motorbike, which, by the way, he never, never had. appeared it was in the on the poster, on the never poster, appeared in the movie. He definitely had a motorbike, yes. but he never had one in the movie. I gave you half a point because they do reconcile, but they become friends. There's no stealing of motorbikes. There's no there's shaking of fists. There's a little bit of, of banter, though. Yes, there's a little bit of banter, but that's to be expected. So that was everything that you predicted would be in the movie. And if you tally up all those points, oh man, you're going to be impressed because you got a total of 52.5 points, which was a definite comeback from your last prediction where you only had 15 points. And previous predictions. Yes. All right, I'm pretty happy with that. I I was pretty confident going in, and I think I think I did pretty well. Fifty fifty three yeah. is a good a fifty three and a half. Yeah, that's right. No, no, fifty two and a half. Fifty two and a half. Don't get too excited. That's pretty good. That's a that's a good score. That's a fair effort. I would say A for effort for that one. Yeah. By the way, before you get into my block, can mm. I just mention as well that I really appreciated the Italian job reference. I loved that so much in the movie. I love that because there's yeah. a point in the movie if you haven't seen it, and we've already ruined it for you. There's a point in the movie where Jason Statham shows them his collection of cars, and one of them is a Mini, Mini Cooper, Cooper, the exact same Mini Cooper that he had in the Italian job. Which and, he, is- and he literally says, oh, this is from a job that I had in Italy. <laughs> so Which does that mean that the Italian job is in takes the same place universe, I guess. In the same universe. Well, as- what was his character? Handsome Bob or something. Yeah, like Handsome that. Pete, I think it was. Right. Yeah. I guess that I- could have just been a, like code a, name. a code name. Yeah. For Deckard Shaw. And he clearly wasn't the same character in that movie, though. But it would make sense because the Italian job, that Italian job anyway, the remake, definitely does fit in with the Fast and Furious it movies. It does. In fact, it sort of like predicted the direction that the Fast and Furious movies would go in the long run. So yeah, it was an excellent reference. I really appreciated it. I got a good laugh out of that. And I I think I gave the movie a thumbs up at that point in the cinema. Didn't see it coming either. No. All right, let's get into what I did. Let's go. Let's go shoot into what you said. So you said, and I'm going to, so I'm just going to summarize over what you said. And we had a very similar plot up to a point, but you nailed this, by the way. I just want to say. Hell yeah. Um, So you start off where Hattie is working for MI6, transporting a virus until Law and his army attack a convoy of armor trucks and steal Hattie and the virus. So I'll give you some points there because that is what happened. Yeah, well, we see it in the trailer as well. Yeah, they don't steal Hattie or the virus. No, they don't steal Hattie, but Hattie has the virus. So you're you're kind of on the right track. So I think I gave you like I gave you one point because we see that in the trailer, and I gave you two for identifying that Brixton would come into the convoy of armored trucks. Yeah. So at Law's, we go to Law's base at this point, and we get an explanation of how Law is using nanobots to become superhuman. Yep, which is true. Is he using nanobots in the movie, or is it just cyborg enhancements? I think it's just cyborg. I think in the trailer they said that he had nanobots in his blood. Yeah. Just like like bloodshot. (laughs) Just like bloodshot. Either way, way, it's machines in him. He's superpowered. Yep. 
Okay. Yeah. And he tells the hostage Hattie his plans to wipe out half of the world's population. Yep. Da, 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 da. He's exactly right. And I, and I poo-pooed that, and it was actually what his yes. whole goal is. Because he's an eco-terrorist. So he believes that people are weak, and the weak need to die for the strong to survive. He doesn't have Hattie as a hostage at this stage, but he does no, later on. So I'll, right. give you, I'll give you a point there, just because that happens later, but not at this point. You said that he injects Hattie with a sample of the virus. Yep. Ooh, so close, yeah, so close. So close. Because you're just like, Hattie escapes after this point and takes the sample of the virus. Yeah, I never really... So you said that she never had the virus, is that correct? Insider. Yeah, no, I think what I was trying to say was that he was threatening to inject her with the virus, but I did say that he does inject it, but I never resolved that plot point within my plot. Yes. So, right, so either way in that, saying it wrong, I was technically right. So either way, there's a point, there's two points, and there's, there's half a point as well, because you're almost on the right track with yeah. the virus being inserted. And I think she leaves with the virus, I said. Mm, that's right. Which she does, yeah, she in does. a manner of speaking, because yeah. the virus is I inserted. even say that she hits Brixton over the head with a tray, and if you notice later on when she's captured, she does hit does one of the that? scientists over the head with a tray, <laughs> but that was in the trailer, that was in so the trailer. that's where I got it from. So this is where we go into the different lifestyles of Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Deckard Shaw. <laughs> I like that he's not even Hobbs anymore. It's just Dwayne The Rock Johnson <laughs> Might as well Hobbs, be Hobbs. There was so many overt Dwayne The Rock Johnson references In the movie They even did like The eyebrow When he's talking to his daughter They talk about like The eyebrow thing that he does Yeah And I'm like Is this love even that. supposed to be a character Or is this just He's just playing oh. himself Before you said that You actually said that Hattie goes back to MI6 And then identifies As the two trackers That they need Is right. Hobbs and Shaw Because of what they did In the previous movie But that doesn't happen no, no, it doesn't happen. Nothing similar happens to that either. But we do get the introduction of their lives and you go into it the exact same that I do, which is Pretty much, the exact yeah. same as what's in the movie. Well, I wasn't exactly the same as you. Well, what you said, you said you were introduced to Luke Hobbs, who was a he was tracking down a member of the Chinese triad gang um, in a tattoo parlor. And Hobbs beats up the whole gang and gives one of the gang an embarrassing tattoo, as yep, you that's like right. to say. Did that not happen in the movie? It did. This is why I gave you a point, because it a was point? in the trailer. Yeah, you're right. It was in the trailer. But was this, uh, I guess it wasn't a tattoo parlor. It was, tattoo- it was a tattoo what parlor. It was a tattoo parlor, actually. So it does you- karaoke on Friday nights. It was you- 100% a tattoo I'll parlor. I'll give you two points because it was a tattoo parlor. By the way, I jokingly said, does Rock get a tattoo? And we like laughed about it. But Rock has a new tattoo in the movie there you go. at this stage. Well, he doesn't get it from that tattoo parlor. No. no By the way, the woman at the tattoo parlor who hands him the gun, she has a bunch of tattoos and he goes, nice tats. And she's like, mm, thank you. She doesn't actually have any tattoos in real life. I looked it up. Oh, okay. So it's looked- all fake tattoos. Uh, yeah, that's right. I just thought I'd point out that little bit of trivia for you. And the embarrassing thing that we all thought, what could it be? Was I love cops. That's right. And I enjoyed that. That tickled me. So then we're going to be introduced to Deckard Shaw, who's going into a high fashion event. I had no idea what this party yeah. was. I thought maybe I missed something. So I'm like, yeah, point point for Karen Well, like for I said, there is a dressing room. They are getting specifically into mm. costumes for the event. So it is yeah. some sort of fashion event. And he forces his way into a backstage area and beats he up does. an effeminate European hairdresser. That doesn't happen at all. That was just a complete stab in the dark. <laughs> I don't know why an, an effeminate European hairdresser. Well, yeah, it's one of those things. It's but like, he does beat up a, a well-to-do, spoiled, yeah. rich guy. Does beat him with a champagne bottle, which you yep. did call, and it was in the trailer, and uses I said he beats rope, up everyone with a champagne bottle, which he which does. Which he does, yeah, which he does. Yeah, he said he uses a length of rope to yo-yo him out the window. Which does is, that not happen in the movie? It does happen, which is why you get two points there. Um, we also see this in the trailer as well, yes, so that's, that's right. a point there as well. So then Hobbs and Shaw are summoned by MI6 in the UK. Yep, I also thought it was MI6. Um, Shaw meets his mother in jail since they have no direct contact with Hattie. That's how he finds that information. Now, that does yep. happen, right? Yes. Yeah, Sort of. In a manner of speaking, that happens. Sort of. 
because he does see his mother in jail and he doesn't have any direct contact with Hattie. Yeah. The two haven't seen each so other. So you're kind years. of on the right track. Which, there. by the way, can I just say, yes. in the flashbacks when they showed Shaw and Hattie as I love kids, that. they were the same age. Jason Statham is 20 years older than <laughs> Vanessa Kirby. So how does that work? I don't know. I don't know. Are they really supposed to be the same age in the movie? Are we supposed to believe that either Vanessa Kirby is a lot older? I think Hattie we're supposed is a lot to believe older than she that is. That Jason Statham is a lot younger. Younger. Okay. Yep. Sure. Literally. You said that they'll meet Hattie and find out that they have to work together to catch Law, which this is kind of happens in the movie. Yeah. Much to their chagrin, uh, while this back and forth is happening, Law breaks into the MI6 headquarters, yep, through the window, snatches Hattie, and there becomes a chase down the skyscraper. And the virus. And the virus. Which, exactly, and the virus. Which, Hattie is the virus at this stage, yep. but you said that he had, the virus is a different thing. It's yep. a separate object at this stage. I thought she'd be holding the virus in her hand yeah. or would have the virus it's like, on like, I hope person. nothing happens to this virus. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but this happens exactly beat for beat, exactly as you describe in the movie. Yep. Law crashes in, kidnaps her, goes down the skyscraper. Yeah. We see it in the trailer as well. They get down to ground floor and we find out that Law is a oh, super you, soldier. you skipped over the part where I said that he takes the elevator down. Oh, yeah, yeah. We take the elevator yeah, down. Sure, but takes again, the elevator down while the rock jumps. This was in the trailer. Uh, that was in the trailer. But though. pretty much exactly, exactly how I described it is exactly how it happens in the movie. Exactly as you described it, absolutely. But that um, was fairly obvious from the trailer. <laughs> so, well, I didn't say it. Yeah, you didn't so, say it So they go to the ground and they try to match Law one-on-one in, in a, a fist, fist fight, fight. Yep. but they're no match for him because he is a superhuman soldier. Yep. Um, this happens in the movie. Does happen in the movie. We see that Law has, like, Brixton has a, a scouter. Yeah. And you can read, like, the, the megatons yeah, behind kinda, their punches. He's kind of like, <laughs> did you, was that a Fallout reference there? I Probably, That's, I don't know. Kind of looked like uh, Iron Man. Yeah, yeah, he did a bit. <laughs> it's really, it was really distracting. I didn't like it. Yeah, anyway. I thought it was a bit cheesy, but anyway. But anyway, anyway. So there's a gunfight in the streets of London. They have a car chase involving three good guys in the sports car and Law chasing them on motorbikes, which happens. Yep. And I said an armored truck, and which does not happen. A big military truck, which I don't remember seeing. No, there but wasn't that happens one. later on. There so wasn't one. I think yep. that's where you're getting that from. So Hobbs, Shaw, and Hattie eventually escape Law and his gang, probably because they destroy all the gang except for Law, who escaped the country yep. um, which they do escape they skin of their teeth as we like to say yes they escaped and law now has the virus which there is a point where he does have the virus right no no he never no, has it no, unless he not. has hattie he doesn't have the virus yeah well he had hattie at this stage i think in the movie so you're no right no track. he doesn't he doesn't have her at no this he stage. doesn't because no. she comes in to yep. surrender herself that's right yeah so Hobbs, Shaw, and Hattie track down Law's base of operations, which is in a concrete slash nuclear factory, which yep. is a point there. It was. I, I settled on a concrete factory, but it was actually a nuclear mm. energy factory, and like a, f- an electricity yes, facility. That's right. And they fly in, in a stealth jet. Now, I didn't notice a stealth jet. No. Is that there? No, they're just there. But oh, anyway. no, they do. They do fly oh, in, in a stealth jet because, remember, Shaw ejects Hobbs early. Oh, yeah. So two sets are two points for you. There you go. All right, so Hobbs and Shaw are split up from Hattie. Uh, she's going to go stealthily to get the virus. Technically, because she went in there specifically to get the machine in, because she went in willingly to be captured. Well, she was captured willingly. Well, this is what they're, this is when they're doing right. that Mick Jagger routine, right? Yeah, that's right. So she's trying to draw the bad guys and the bad guys' attention, which is exactly what's happening. Uh, Hobbs and Shaw fight their way through the bad guys. We have that glass petition scene, which was amazing, um, and eventually captured and tortured by law, which is. Yep. Exactly now, what happened. How did I say they would be tortured? I get into it. So they actually get chained. Well, they get chained up by chains. <laughs> okay. Attached to a battery and they get electrocuted. Yep. 
which is exactly what happens. Yes. I couldn't believe what I was watching when that happened. I was like, oh my God. And you like laughed at it when I was predicting. You're like, electric chains? <laughs> and I was like, no, electrified chains. So I described it being like Rambo 2. Yes. And it was it was pretty much like yeah. that. And I love how like a normal human can only take three shocks. Three shocks. And they took like five yeah. and they're like, oh, whatever. Like joking well, still. Well, Hobbs was right. I did enjoy the part where he's like, I think we could take five. And then Brixton was like, really? And then he shocks them. And then he was, and then Hobbs afterwards was like, oh, sorry, man. I thought that was a cool thing to say. <laughs> so they get rescued at the last moment by Hattie, which is exactly what happens. Yep. I loved how they picked out the guys they wanted to beat up, by the way. Yes. That was a, that was and they both picked the same guy. Yeah. It's like, you can't beat him up. <laughs> That's poor, my guy. The poor bearded guy. Yeah. Uh, they escape the factory and they have another car chase invo- involving Hattie, Shaw, and an all-terrain military vehicle, which is just yep. busting through everything. Uh, Hobbs is in a truck. Law and his gang give chase to military with military vehicles, but Hobbs, Shaw, and Hattie get away. Uh, and I think I specifically said, said that. that Law jumps off his motorcycle to the truck where they have the virus. Right. Which is exactly what happens. Well, is Hattie in? Yeah, Hattie is in the truck at yeah, that point. Is. Yep. Okay. Yeah, because so it, she, sits right. on, she sits on Hobbs's lap. Yeah, that's a right. Little moment of sexual tension. Yes, there, there was. She yeah. felt the bulge in his pants. <laughs> yeah. She was like, wow, he wasn't joking. He's not my cock small. No. <laughs> this is the part where you go to Madame M in your plot, which yeah, is an old which word. Which happens beforehand in the real yeah, movie. Yeah, it happened beforehand. Now, it was an underworld contact of Shaw, and you think that she ultimately betrays them for Law, who she's secretly working yeah. for. Now, she doesn't. But, but it's they set make it look like that she is. Yeah. yeah, she sets it up so that it looks like she's betraying them. So I was like, you're kind of on the right track yeah. there. Like, so there's a half a point there. So there's a there's another shootout. Also, you said that she would be in this lavish mansion, yeah, which I got right. incorrect. I was like, dingy nightclub, yes. and like you got it right. It was in like a yeah. elaborate mansion. Yeah, I don't yeah. know whether she lived there or not, or, or she was just I robbing. Think she it. was just beating up the Russians. Yeah, there? but then how did they know how to find her? Did they call I her? Who knows? I don't know. Old contact. Sure, just knew where to go. Yeah. So there's another shoot up and punch up action scene in Madame M's lavish mansion, and the good guys escape yeah. by the skin of the teeth again. That doesn't happen. Nothing. Nothing there happens. And uh, you said that Law will murder Madame M. Now he doesn't, but he threatens no. it, which yes. I thought was interesting. And Hobbs, Shaw, and Hattie travel to Hobbs's home in where? Where Ooh. was it? Oh, geez. Where was, was where it? Was Samoa? Hobbs's Did home? I say Samoa? No, no, it doesn't. No, I don't think you said Samoa. I think you said Hawaii. Bam. Yes, I did. Do you know why? Why? Because they were filming in Hawaii. Uh, <laughs> was it actually in yeah. Hawaii? Where they so filmed? they didn't film in Samoa at all. They oh, filmed wow. in Hawaii. So technically, I was right. It was Hawaii, now, but in the context of the movie, it's Samoa. The Rock lived in the lived in Hawaii at a yeah, stage, right? So I guess that was a good guess because I think this was his idea to put this in the movie. I think I specifically said it was Hawaii because it looked like Hawaii, <laughs> and it was, Hawaii. and it was Hawaii, <laughs> but it wasn't. It was Samoa. So yeah, no points. No points for you. So this is where his brothers own and operate a car customs store, which is yep, exactly that's true. what they do. So you got points there. So Hobbs's mother has gotten rid of all the guns. So the only way that they can I'm fight rid that- of them. <laughs> the only way that <laughs> what <laughs> that's what she says right okay but the... <laughs> and then she throws her shoe at him yeah i love how like this lady is uh you know scaring everyone with her shoe yes <laughs> why don't they just throw her out to lore and just like yeah get her if she was shoe. there in the fight just throwing shoes, death. i would have given this movie like movie of the year five stars <laughs> so because they don't have any guns they need to go old school they need to go traditional weaponry of yep. hawaiian Spears yeah, and clubs and well, it was Samoan, but you thought it was Hawaiian. Yes. Um, and they rig several explosive cars for the final battle, which yep. is exactly what happened. That's right. And there's a man. Fun- I really did nail this you movie. You did, didn't yeah, I? you did. So I there's pretty a much f- got it beat for beat. 
Yeah, for, with from a here few, on out, like, slight changes. From here on out, it's like exactly as it goes. So Law and his gang show up for the final showdown, where Shaw and Hattie fight alongside Hobbs and his family members, and they yep. are all in tribal garbs, and they prove that old school and family can Did you defeat that the new Hobbs, evil technology. Yeah. Yes. Did you notice that Hobbs came out wearing like a sarong yes. and nothing else? Yes. And then two seconds later, he had pants. He had a full outfit on. What was the story? Did he run off during the battle and change? Well, he he had it in the battle, and then he took it off, and then he had pants underneath. I thought, and then he ran up and he put his shirt on when he for yeah. some reason because he needs to put his shirt yeah. on for the car chase. Yeah, he puts his on a shirt for the car chase. Um, my guess is they filmed the car chase first, yeah, and then went back to the battle and were like, oh shit, he's wearing like traditional clothes. I can't wait to talk about this car chase. Okay. But uh, you also said that Law will put down his weapons and go old school, which is a pretty good guess, but what happens is they... Yeah, they disable their they, electric guns. How? I don't know. Yeah, they disable the electric guns, which is weird. They were the electric guns from uh, Skyfall. <laughs> So our heroes defeat all Law's men in battle, but Law himself will attempt to flee in a helicopter. My God, two points. That yep. is what happens. Our heroes chase the helicopter in their souped up hot rods. And yep. oh, in a scene that I loved so much, managed to pull down Law. I was te- like tears were falling down my eyes. How beautiful this scene was. Uh, they pull down Law's chopper using chains connected to four, five cars. Yes. It just kept going. They just kept attaching yes. another hot rod. And the scene kept going. And another hot rod, just another hot rod. The, the scene was going too and long, and like, another one comes on. I was laughing hysterically when this was happening. I was having the best time. And just and when like I thought bit- it was over, it was like, another Samoan would drive <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they were getting lazy. And they got like swung over like the, the edge of the cliff. <laughs> and Roman getting Reigns just like throws these chains at the net, like the car in front of him, and that they just automatically connect. Yeah. And the guy just like, pushes a their button. Aim, their aim is like immaculate. <laughs> Also, like, Dwayne can, like, hold a chopper in place with his bare hands. With Talking to you, Mike, Betty D. Sorry. So, also, Hobbs can hold a chain with his bare hands and yes. hold the chopper in There's place. There's a point where he's, like, holding all of the cars and the chopper just with sheer strength just going... And he pulls it back into the, yeah, into into the position. Pulley, like, pulls it back yeah. up. Oh, like that's insane. <laughs> yes. Oh god. Anyway, Law That's the sort of movie it is. They though. they crash the helicopter. Uh Law survives, but he uh, he's you said his super nanobots have been weakened. I don't think no, they, they have. Aren't. But Hobbs and Shaw work together, ding, to beat the shit out of Law. So yeah, that's they, right. They just uh they just bring it to him. And you think they're gonna break his neck, no. which doesn't happen. With the people's elbow. <laughs> the, people's, windpipe. the most electrified man. But he does do a suplex. Did you notice yeah, that? I, I love that suplex, man. Yeah. I, I was really happy to see that suplex. He's like, here comes the pain. And then he goes, bam, suplexes Brixton. <laughs> yeah. Suplex. I was like, Is that movie. the people's elbow? No, that was a suplex. No. People's elbow yet to be in a movie. Make it happen, guys. Well, Jungle Cruise hasn't <laughs> come out yet. <laughs> So Hobbs and Shaw are both congratulated by MI6 for a job well done, but they won't consider teaming up again at the film's end. And they're both trying to prove well, who is the bigger man. And they probably jump off. Uh, they probably jump into a sports car and drive into high speed. No, they just kind of wander around. Yeah. Samoa just being like, "You're an idiot." No, you're an idiot. Yeah. No, you're. And they're an idiot. obviously setting them up to work again in a sequel with Ryan Reynolds being the bad guy. Yes. So they will work again. So in a circumstance where I think you nailed this plot, so I don't want to like say. Your, don't don't focus too much on the score because you need oh, to be no. very proud oh, of no. yourself. But I think 
volume. I think someone wasn't generous. Enough. I think I think maybe I talked a long a lot longer than you did because you, you did. have uh, forty seven and a half. Oh, so I was close to you. Yeah. But if you listen to my plot and then listen to yours, oh my god, you know, I was a lot. You know, closer. which way? Which way? Like numbers? What? Are, what do they mean? You know, you, you should be very yeah, proud. I think you, you had more details in yours you, overall. Uh, I was very impressed when I watched this. I was like, this is pretty much exactly what Kieran called yeah. beat for beat. Did you listen to the episode before you watched the movie? Like right before? I wish I did, but I didn't. Okay, um, fair enough. I watched the movie first and then listened to the episode. Because I was listening back to our old episode after watching the movie a second time. And as I was listening, I was like, oh man. Yeah. Oh man, we were so close yes. on so many things. Yes. Like I'd describe like a little thing in my plot and it would pretty much exactly <laughs> happen in the movie. I could not believe it. There you go. So we did both we were really, pretty much really neck and well. neck there. Um, and we I both... don't know how you ended up winning. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I deserve to win, but you know, I don't know. Oh, well. It's I, not going to be another repeat of the John Wick episode. I, thought, I was like really impressed because you didn't get a lot wrong. I think no, the only thing no. was the Hattie had the virus was the one thing in your plot. I remember when I was watching the movie, there was very little that actually surprised me because mm. I'm like, okay, now this is going to happen and it did. Now this is going to happen and it did. Did of that course, ruin the movie experience for you? Oh, not really. I was quite like you. The first time I watched the movie, I was completely blown away with just how over the top and ridiculous and hilarious it was. Yeah. Should we talk about it? Yeah, let's talk about it. Should we talk about what we thought thought about the movie since we're not a review show, but every now and then, like, we're we're just Notice that I didn't say that at the start (laughs) of the episode. I didn't say this is necessarily a review. I wasn't looking forward to watching this movie at all. I hate the Fast and Furious. You know this, but uh, I love Dwayne. And I watched this movie and I had the best goddamn time. That was so much fun. I I keep... Um, I kept saying that I knew you would. I was like, la- this is not my type of movie per se, but see, I was. It was just so funny. And just I so went over in the top. See, when I went to see it in cinemas, I went in expecting to absolutely hate it, yeah. and was pleasantly surprised. I was you obviously did the same too. thing as well. So um, I think it really benefits from low expectations. But I saw it with somebody who fell asleep during the movie. So I oh, guess really? it's not for everybody. Well, let me tell you, I watched it a second time, as I mentioned yesterday, and I certainly did not enjoy it as much the second time around. So it's very much like a one and done movie. Yeah. Because once you know what's going to happen, and once you sort of got over that initial shock of how goofy and insane the movie is, and you're not really expecting it going in, it's not as exciting. So second time watching it, I enjoyed like the first hour and 20 minutes, but that last 40 minutes, oh no, it was longer than it, it was like 55 minutes after the It was a 20. long movie. It was two hours, 15 minutes. I don't minutes. know if it needed to be as long it as it needed was. To be sh- it needed to be 40 minutes shorter, to be completely honest, because that whole Samoa scene completely dragged for me <laughs> second time around. I even fast forwarded a little bit oh, in the really? Samoa because I was falling asleep. I was just like... Yeah, I know what's going to happen here, and this is just way too long. Like, I skipped that whole car chain connecting bits. I love that. That was amazing. The first time I watched it, I enjoyed it, but the second just time around, I, I was just over it. I'm like, I was completely over the movie at that point. So mm. it definitely fell in esteem for me. I really enjoyed it the first time around because I wasn't expecting to enjoy it. The second time, I knew what I was expecting, just didn't have the same impact. There was a lot of people on my Facebook feed who were calling this movie the best movie ever. Wow. Last year, and I was just like, the yeah, it was fun, but I wouldn't go ever. that far. But I know a lot of people who are like, whatever movie they watch at the time is the best movie ever. Yes, <laughs> so yes, I know. You're going to take people. it with a grain of salt. Sure, sure. Well, I think I think they knew their audience, and they knew what people wanted to see, and they, yeah. they gave it to them on a silver platter. See, it's the sort of Fast and Furious movie that really benefits by not having the fun-sucking black hole that is Vin Diesel in it. <laughs> because I watched Fast and Furious 8, The Fate of the Furious, expecting something similar, and that movie was an absolute train wreck in comparison. <laughs> and the whole fault completely falls on the shoulders of Vin Diesel because everyone else in that movie is having fun and being goofy, but he's there treating he's it like a Shakespeare <laughs> with like a stern does, face and does. a tear in his eye. I'm like, fuck off, it's Vin Diesel. Family. Completely fuck off. You're just a black hole of fun. <laughs> 
And the whole movie focused on him so heavily that I was just like, yeah, mm. no. Also, with this movie, I think the trailer really gave so much information. Yes. When I look yeah. back at it, and I was giving you points, but I could only give you one point because I was like, that was in the trailer. That was yeah. in the trailer. Yeah. That was in the trailer. So the whole movie was in the trailer. The so whole Hobbs, movie and Shaw, was in the trailer. Hobbs and Shaw, the entire movie's in the trailer. So if you don't want the movie spoiled, <laughs> don't watch the trailer. And don't listen to this podcast. But yeah, essentially, yeah, there was 90% of the movie was in the trailer. Beat for beat, it was in the trailer. So What a wild. That's probably ride. why we did so well. Yeah, I think that is why. So do you reckon for what it was? Yes. Do you reckon you'll watch the movie a second time like I did? No. Okay. No, I don't think so. I think keep it that way because I definitely enjoyed the movie a lot more before I watched it a second time. You sort of start to see its flaws as well. Maybe in like a few years. Yeah. Maybe. And and I think it's a movie that you have to watch very casually. Like you're not sitting down to absorb the plot of it. It's kind of a party movie, I think. Yeah. Which is fun. I think every line of dialogue was really good in the movie. Like it was a very cleverly written movie and that was surprising. That was very surprising to me. Except for genocide, schmenocide, which is like... Yeah. Well, that was fine. Oh god! What was with that random joke at the end? This was after I was over the movie at this uh-huh. point. But what was with that random joke at the end where Ryan Reynolds is ringing up The Rock and he thinks that The Rock sounds exactly like his daughter? Well, I guess the and joke the... is it's like he's obviously doesn't sound like no. his daughter. And then when he puts The Rock on the phone, he's like, "No, put come on, sweetie, put your dad on the phone. I am on the phone. No, no, seriously, we all like a joke. Put your dad on the phone." <laughs> that was when I was thinking, "All right." This was in the end credits, though. So yeah. we're walking out of the cinema at this point. You can you can allow it to be. You oh, put- and doesn't he stab a guy with a brick? That's right. Yeah, Locke says like, "Oh, I did stab a guy with a brick. It was a lot easier than I thought it would be." <laughs> Because uh, he's the villain dun, dun, dun. And he has cybernetic enhancements We don't know this yet So I guess we uh, we put down our Fast and Furious flags Yes <laughs> Put to Take off our Fast and Furious I That's... love Hobbs, I love short shirts Grow our hair back We're done with uh, the Fast and the Furious I like... For now Yeah, I like that you at the start of the episode <laughs> Said that I'd be in the cinemas all excited to watch the movie And that pretty much did happen no, I didn't. <laughs> I went in with my arms crossed and Do a I get scowl a on my face No, because <laughs> I was not expecting to enjoy the movie And I think, like I said I did the same pleasantly thing Pleasantly surprised I did the exact Anywho. same thing Anywho, do you think Matty D treated me unfairly? Do you think I was too generous with Matty D? You can let us know anything. Did you like Hobbs and Shaw as well? Did you hate it? I want to hear someone who absolutely hated the movie and why they hated it. You can send us an email at potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or you can just leave us a comment on this episode's page on the Podbean site. We're everywhere. We're We're everywhere. everywhere. We're everywhere except for the places we aren't. Yeah. So before we go, let's talk about what movie we'll be predicting next week. Let's do it. And I'm sure Maddie D doesn't remember. Nope. But you're going to be extremely disappointed because this looks like it's going to be a dumb action movie, but not in the same way that Hobbs and Shaw is. We're going to be talking about the upcoming Liam Neeson vehicle, Honest Thief. Yay. The joy is just pouring out of you, Maddie D. I Yay. can tell that well, you're really excited. Well, I had low expectations about this movie, so maybe I'll be wrong. All right. I, I think I'd lower your expectations oh, really? even more. I've what, seen what's the it trailer. called? Thief. Honest Thief. Honest Thief. Oh, yeah. Because he's the Honest Thief. And it pretty much just looks like Taken 5. Because he does the exact same phone call. We'll does talk he fight about a bear demon? Probably. Hope so. Oh, we're going to be talking about that movie in two weeks. Don't worry about that. Just a little teaser there, audience. Yeah. All right, we're going to well, be talking about the demon bear very, very soon. Let's get into our souped up cars. Yep. And uh, let's fuck off. Drive off into the sunset. Fast and furious. Created new identities and altered your biometric profiles so the airport scanners don't recognize your faces or your fingerprints. You're Sarah Atkins. You work in insurance. Hello. I'm Franz Gruber. I'm a freelance architect, avid mountain climber, and a part-time ski instructor. Thank you. And you, you're Michael Oxmall. Mike Oxmall. I go by Michael. 
It's not small. It's, and my name's Michael. 